Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Today's featured story is an opinion piece by Coindesk Stano Kuhn. Our piece today is entitled, Should We Worry About Tether's Bitcoin Buying Plan? Like any good Bitcoin maximalist, Tether is holding its own coins. The issuer of the largest stablecoin, USDT, better known simply as Tether, disclosed that information in a recent blog post announcing it will be regularly buying Bitcoin with its surplus profits to build up its war chest. This follows a surprisingly robust attestation, also known as an assurance report completed by a top five accounting firm BDO Italia, which it's important to note is not the same as an audit, showing Tether netted $1.48 billion in profits for just the first quarter of this year. The firm's excess of reserves, as they describe them, has doubled to $2.4 billion, which I think would be included in the $81.8 billion in consolidated total assets, most of which would be cash, cash-like, or other investments Tether makes to back its eponymous stablecoin. With the new Bitcoin buying plan, announced about a week after the attestation, Tether joins the ranks of a number of institutional behemoths hoovering up BTC. Notably, MicroStrategy, the publicly traded tech firm that after nearly two years of dollar cost averaging now essentially trades as a backdoor Bitcoin exchange traded fund or ETF, is getting pretty close to owning about 1% of Bitcoin's total supply. Tether already holds a little over 52,000 BTC, making its Bitcoin treasury among the largest among corporations, with plans to spend 15% of the tangible gains from its operations on more coins. The company's conservative and prudent investment strategies, they describe it, also includes a sizable investment in gold, although it's unknown if that's self-custody too. Although Tether didn't state as much, its Bitcoin buying plan could also be seen as an attempt to de-risk its exposure to the U.S. dollar. It's in vogue nowadays to talk about de-dollarization, or the process by which countries, and to a lesser extent companies, reduce their reliance on the greenback, seeing as trust is dwindling in the fiscal and monetary policies in the United States. More specifically, the Federal Reserve, which manages monetary policy, is caught between quelling inflation and starting a recession, while the U.S. Congress, which manages fiscal policy, is locked into a debt ceiling debate that genuinely risks the U.S. Treasury defaulting on its loans, leaving the world to search for alternatives. It wouldn't be totally off-base to suggest as much. Circle, Tether's largest competitor, is also diversifying its holdings of U.S. Treasuries, often considered risk-free in portfolio construction, into the overnight so-called repo market. Both stablecoin issuers have stated bluntly that they're reducing their reliance on pure bank deposits considering the wave of bank failures in the U.S. So, while Tether's CTO, Paolo Arduino, is only willing to go in the press release as far as talking of Bitcoin strengths and the company's attempt at aligning ourselves with a transformative technology, 
The move is as much about the weakness of the US dollar. But none of this is an issue, of course. Tether is a private company and can do what it wants with its money. As Austin Campbell, an ex-portfolio manager at Paxos, who used to run the Binance-branded BUSD stablecoin when it was worth some $22 billion, said, quote, If they were buying Bitcoin with profits and adding that as a safety buffer, it's just a way for them to speculate on Bitcoin prices that's not particularly harmful, end quote. So long as the company is not swapping out Bitcoin for its cash or cash-like reserve assets, like U.S. Treasuries, meant to ensure their token is always redeemable one-for-one one with U.S. dollars, then it's fine. And Tether did say it's only using profits. But the situation might still churn a few stomachs. First, it's worth noting Tether is keeping up releasing attestations after the New York Attorney General found the company had, quote, at times, end quote, lied to its users and the investing public about the nature of its reserves. Tether is riding high today, benefiting from a confluence of recent forces, including a nice little run-up in Bitcoin's price, general crypto volatility, and a bank run that bolstered the case for alternative stores of value, like stablecoins, while more or less dislodging Circle's USDC as the most trustworthy option, given its exposure to the banking system. But it's not clear sunny days are here to stay. Even putting aside the regulatory anvil that is yet to drop, Tether's recent move stinks of the type of hubris that seems to precede wily crypto firms running into walls. Maybe my memory is tainted by Do Kwan, the backer of the now-defunct algorithmic stablecoin UST, saying, quote, Besides Satoshi, Bitcoin's creator, of course, we will be the largest single holder of Bitcoin in the world, end quote. But it does seem like an unnecessary risk to use a highly volatile asset in building a rainy day fund. Quan, if you don't remember, had planned to buy some $10 billion worth of Bitcoin to act as a security blanket at a time when his Luna UST Rube Goldberg machine was worth over $80 billion. Of course, Tether and Quan had entirely different business models and risks. There's a world of difference between algo and non-algorithmic stablecoins, whereas UST was a decentralized Ponzi scheme in that it was prone to death spirals because it used fake money to print representations of real money, Tether is only a decentralized Ponzi-like scheme in that it operates a bit like a bank. Tether takes in capital and mints an equivalent amount of its stablecoin, and then invests that capital and gets to keep the profit. So long as it maintains at least as much in reserve as there is USDT left to be redeemed, it's a golden goose. There's probably someone in the world saying the Bitcoin buying plan is exactly the type of reason why stablecoin issuers need to be regulated. The European Union, for instance, just passed rules so issuers have to maintain strict reserves. Meanwhile, the U.S. Congress seems divided on how to tackle the issue, leaving issuers essentially along to regulate themselves. Is it strange that we just found out Tether was holding Bitcoin and gold, having chosen to increase transparency by adding these additional categories to its report? Given the structural importance of Tether dollars to crypto markets, crypto stakeholders might demand not just more insight, but more control over the company's investment decisions. But in a real way, buying Bitcoin with surplus cash likely won't affect USDT users, though it might even benefit Bitcoin holders. For the trade to go sideways, so much else has to go wrong. It never really made sense to me when Do Kwan would bash the US dollar, claiming that his decentralized money, which was pegged to fiat money, would outcompete the world's reserve currency. Likewise, Tether's support of Bitcoin as a hedge is an implicit acknowledgement of the risk of its own main product. There's really no amount of Bitcoin that would save the firm if the buck breaks. But until that happens, Tether just has to take in funds and pay out withdrawals. It can invest the spread wherever it wants. And that's our show for today. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, send the show an email at podcast at coindesk.com or you can email me directly at adamlevine at coindesk.com. If you like what we're doing, we always appreciate reviews on Apple Podcasts or your preferred listening platform. Have a great rest of your day and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Markets Daily. Have you ever 
Ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.